first entered the space thinking, oh, okay, Tracy Flick and Elle Woods and thinking about characters that I've created. I don't have any ownership of any of those characters. I think you're seeing filmmakers and actors and actresses coming in going, well, oh, well, I, I'll refer to my previous character. You can't, right? They're, they're not owned by any of us. So I'm trying to encourage everybody to think about it. it's not what you have created, it's what you will create. Whether I'm partnering with Jennifer Aniston or I'm partnering with Nicole Kidman or Kerry Washington, I truly believe the greatest creative partnerships come out of shared creativity and ideology. Welcome to the NFT Now podcast. Every Wednesday, we speak with trailblazing artists, collectors, and technologists about how NFTs are redefining the creative economy and how you can be a part. I'm Sam Heisel. I'm Alejandro Navia. And I'm Matt Medved, and we're on a mission to empower the creators of culture. Welcome to the show. Matt, what's happening, man? How you feeling? I'm feeling great. Another day in the NFT space. Can't complain. That's right. Well, today we have a very, very special guest. I'm sure many of our listeners know who this is. Who we got lined up? We have Reese Witherspoon, one of Hollywood's leading actresses, an Academy Award and Emmy Award winner. You may know her from films like Legally Blonde, Walk the Line, Water for Elephants, Big Little Lies, the TV series, and many, many more. She's also the founder of Hello Sunshine, a media firm focused on female-led stories. And recently, she's become an avid collector and commentator in the NFT space, particularly supporting women-led projects like World of Women. What stands out to you, Sam? I think she speaks very eloquently to what excites her about the space. She dives into some specific tactical uses for how different film creators, actors, actresses can really think around fostering more ownership around a lot of the characters and communities that they build and how this can really impact the film industry. I also think there's a very strong focus in everything she does in empowering women. And I think we can all agree that there's a big potential for NFTs as a technology and the whole Web3 community to foster a more equitable model that that's empowers people that may have been historically underrepresented or, or marginalized. So I think a lot of what she's doing and a lot of how she's really looking to use her platform is really unleashing the, the community and technology's potential to do just that. So really enjoyed having Reese on the podcast today. I think she has some incredible insights to share. So really excited to dive in. One last thing, though, before we do that. If you haven't already, do want to encourage you, check out our newsletter. We simplify the, the market into actionable insights once each week. You can sign up at nftnow.com. I know there's tons of noise, so we really just try and make it simple so you can get involved. So without any further ado, Reese Witherspoon. Reese, it is so nice to have you on the NFT Now podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I've been listening and um, I was so happy to get the call from you guys to, to come on the show. I love that. Thank you for tuning in. I learned so much from NFT Now. <laughs> That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. So why don't we kick things off? Tell us a bit about your journey into NFTs and what piqued your interest in the space. Well, in May of 2021, I had a girlfriend who's also a fellow founder of her her business call me and we were actually hanging out and she said, do you want to get more educated about crypto? And I was like, yes, it's all everybody's talking about. So she very kindly invited me to a seminar where some experts came in and just talked about investing in cryptocurrency. And that was kind of the beginning. And from there... From about May, I've just sort of been diving deep and learning and listening and um, and just, wow, meeting creators, probably spend about um, you know, 20 to 30% of my work week meeting creators and um, figuring out ways that I can amplify female-led projects in the space. And 
encouraging other entrepreneurs to um, incorporate crypto into their strategies. Uh, it's just been fascinating and really fun to learn. Yeah, 1000%. And I'm curious too, I know like speaking in my own experience with Matt, I mean, for a lot of people that there's kind of this like light bulb moment where things click and all of a sudden you're very inspired about the potential of the technology. So I'm curious, what are some of those things that inspire you or excite you the most when it comes to NFTs? Well, in the NFT space, I I mean, it's so much as possible. The first thing that jumps to mind is that it's creator forward. And so Hello Sunshine is a company I created to help amplify female creators and work with them and encourage them to grow their own businesses and put women at the center of media and entertainment. So this is just a natural extension of that mission. And as I got more um, educated about NFTs, I realized there's just so much opportunity for women to own their own work. And I say women, non-binary people, people who celebrate women. I think it's really important as new worlds are being built, that we bring consciousness that is about female creators and female entrepreneurs, that this is an opportunity to own your work in perpetuity. And as an artist coming up in a business for 30 years, right? I was in Hollywood. I started when I was 14 years old. The highest goal you can achieve is owning your own work, whether that's in the music industry, the film industry, television, and it was never possible. All of our work was always owned by studios, publishing, record labels, and this has been a brand new frontier that I just want to educate people around because I think, and look, I'm getting educated too. Um, it feels like a unique time and a space where technology is advancing so quickly, but it's creating real space for artists to build communities that are incredibly robust and viable. So I'm just thrilled to be able to meet creators and help amplify their work. For sure. I know you've been vocal about um, supporting female-led projects since you entered the space. I know your your avatar is a world of women on Twitter. And I'm just I'm curious to hear what are what are some of the, the other projects and, and creators that you're excited about and why? Oh, I've gotten to meet amazing people like Mason Rothschild and Amber Park, who are doing weirdos. And um, they did the Meta Birkins, you know, Mason did. And that's a fascinating explanation about, you know, what, where does art sit in this world and satire? And, you know, I think he's really articulate and really eloquent about how he, he feels like his work should feel free. And Amber is just an infinitely creative young person who has worked with Katy Perry for years and years and just really sees infinite possibilities in this space. People pleaser, is somebody who I I actually heard her on NFT Now, and I got to meet with her. She was so amazing and imaginative and so helpful and collaborative. Yam Karzai from World of Women is someone I've been talking to about, you know, maybe having some real world activations around her community. So it's been really fun to just get to know people. And that's part of the, the great part of it, too, is I just say, like, what are your biggest dreams? And how can I help make them possible? No, I'm sure you'd agree too, but just like the NFT and like Web3 community is just a very like collaborative supporting community. I know everybody knows that like a rising tide will lift all ships and relative to other industries, I'm sure in Hollywood too, at times everything gets super cutthroat. So maybe this is even refreshing. Well, you're starting to see, you know, systems moving in and trying to create uh, barriers between creators and community. And so I think it's a really interesting time to get involved. And that's why I keep encouraging more women into the space because it's already really carved out by a lot of men. Um, as we know, empirically, you know, it's something dismal like 19% of crypto is held by women, even less for NFT owners. 
So it just really trying to get people to understand that this is the future. It's not going away. The same way a lot of people felt really reluctant about Web2 and socials and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. I'm seeing a little bit of, you know, reserve around that too for people who've been in traditional entertainment spaces. But there's also excitement around ownership too. And I think, you know, getting people to understand that this might be a unique opportunity and that I don't know how long the window is going to last as well is really important. No, no, I mean, it is interesting because in real time, we're creating this massive new industry, this massive new community. And there very much is a, a blank canvas for tearing down some of the, the previously established structures and inequities in other industries and, and instilling a new system that is more, that does foster more diversity, be it racial, gender. So like in that vein, I know you've been really vocal and supporting lots of women-led projects, but like from your perspective, like what as a community, as an industry can we do to ensure we're, we're actualizing that potential for a more equitable model? Well, I think it's about inviting people in, okay? And I think, you know, we we have a responsibility. Everybody does. Once you learn about something, to share knowledge, to welcome people. I think a lot of women are on the sidelines right now going, I'm not in Discord channel. People aren't inviting me to Twitter spaces to talk. I think it's important that people who are leaders in this space really make room for all kinds of different perspectives and voices because there's different consciousness when you build worlds, right? Web3 is being built without the consciousness of a lot of folks that live on this planet. So that's where I get excited because I can bring my community in. I have so many female creators in my life and entrepreneurs who are so excited about the potential for DAOs and utilities on their NFTs and, and tokenomics. It's, it's an exciting new vertical to a lot of their businesses. And it's just about invite people in and reaching out. And I'm just really hoping that this window stays open and that there is that great dialogue because that's what excites me. You know, the ability to just be able to pick up the phone or get on a Zoom with somebody and collect collaborate and dream big dreams for the future. 100%. And I think that's that's what excites a lot of people in the space is that it feels like in, across many creative disciplines, there's like there's a new level, like a feeling of empowerment and a feeling of a little bit of liberation too. You know, there are a lot of industries where gatekeepers have long kind of like held the keys to success and that has led to these sort of hierarchical systems that aren't very equitable, right? I, th I think that like this is a really refreshing, you know, opportunity uh, and also a very pressing opportunity, like you said, to make sure that, that what we build here in Web3 and in the metaverse going forward doesn't just reflect those same uh, inequities and, and, and hierarchies that, that came before. Right. Yeah. And it's incumbent on people who are getting into this space and they're early adopters and they're really staking claims in these different metaverses and to be thoughtful about the world you're creating. You know, I think that was a big miss in Web 2. And I think it's an opportunity in Web 3. Totally agree with that. And and in that vein, I'd love to hear your thoughts too. As someone who's, you know, navigated the film industry and Hollywood, you know, since, as you said, you were, you were 14, like, how do you feel like NFTs and Web3 are going to disrupt and impact that industry? I think, you know, having fan bases and membership communities and communities that all sort of identify around um, a certain mission, I think is is really a great way to think about entertainment in the future. And I, I think about all the times that I made movies and I never knew who watched them. And I didn't really know who was a big mega fan and who was like kind of a fan. And But also the the idea that if somebody loved Legally Blonde, they could participate in its success or its next iteration or the animated version of it or the game part of it. That's an exciting idea, right? Because your your mega fans are where you want to live and you want to be supported. And you want to, I think that's 
that's exciting as an artist um, and a creator to be able to um, help facilitate more building of those worlds and help people as <laughs> the business models are evolving so quickly, talking to other creators about carving it things out, um, making sure that they're protecting the NFT space in their future creations. That's what I'm really excited about too, because there's just so much to be done in, in the real world, in scripted and unscripted, in animation and in gaming. It's important that these, these spaces stay safe like that, you know? And that the Absolutely. big companies don't come in and grab all the <laughs> creative IP and push all the um, community out of it, right? The media barons come in and they just, they want the IP. They want ownership, right? This is just a completely different model. So I think creators have to be very aware that that, you know, that's what we have to protect against. For sure, for sure. And I'm, I'm sure it comes up too in like your conversations with creators. But I wonder if like you kind of think back to like your own career and, you know, at a different time, how you might have approached that differently if this technology had existed then, you know, and, and mm -hmm. if, the, if that kind of leads to any sort of like pieces of advice or, or like lessons that, that you feel like you could kind of impart to perhaps like up and coming like actors, actresses, people who want to get involved in Hollywood. It's interesting because I first entered the space thinking, oh, okay, Tracy Flick and Elle Woods and thinking about characters that I've created. I don't have any ownership of any of those characters. I think you're seeing filmmakers and actors and actresses coming in going, well, oh, well, I, I'll refer to my previous character. You can't, right? They're, they're not owned by any of us. So I'm trying to encourage everybody to think about it. It's not what you have created. It's what you will create. Partnership is incredible. Partnership has been the cornerstone of my entire business at Hell of Sunshine. Whether I'm partnering with Jennifer Aniston or I'm partnering with Nicole Kidman or Kerry Washington, I truly believe the greatest creative partnerships come out of shared creativity and ideology. We have to look forward. It also, I, one of my favorite things to say to people is your parallel digital identity, which I think is something I heard somebody say on this podcast. Like in the future, you will have a parallel digital identity. And I was like, that is it, right? That made so much sense to me. And I have another analogy I want to share with you that, that I share with a lot of women. Creating that identity is be expansive in it. You don't have to look like you. You have wings. <laughs> you have a halo. Like think expansively. And it's exciting too, because so much of female creativity has to fit within the confines of what can be created in Hollywood. So we're kind of stuck with emotional stories, the interpersonal, um, you know, dramas or comedies. But this is amazing because it's finally an opportunity for magical thinking and real creative thinking because anything is possible in this world. When I think about early adopting and how I get people to onboard, one, this analogy came to me one day because as I was collecting NFTs and going, oh, I like that. Oh, that's kind of my dark side. Oh, I like this. It's just cute. Or um, I can imagine being her in a metaverse, right? That would be so cool. It was kind of like in the 80s, we collected stickers. And I had, I was a kid in the 80s. I carried my sticker book to school every single day. I showed everybody my stickers. I had, you know, scratch and sniff stickers. I had furry stickers. I had magical mystical stickers and we would trade them. But a big part of the human behavior, whether you're talking about Pokemon cards, whether you're talking about Roblox or Fortnite or whatever, you know, is about um, collecting and trading and also showing it off. So the piece I'm really excited about too, and so a lot of my friends love this analogy because it's like our sticker book. I love my sticker book. And I'm like, oh yes, I love my stickers. But I'm like, it's stickers, but they have value. They actually mean something in a certain marketplace, which is like, oh, and I was like, wait, your sticker comes to life. How cool is that? So I am excited about the display part of it, right? So we're not really there yet, 
But how will these things come alive? Where will they come alive? That's the dreamy part of it that I get really excited about. In that vein, I'm very curious because I know, hello, Sunshine, you spoke a little bit to the mission, but would love for you just to dive a little bit deeper with uh, what exactly the mission is and how you're really leaning into actualizing that mission. Right. Well, I started Hello Sunshine about five years ago now, really just seeing in Hollywood an no opportunities for women to be the author and the center of their their stories. So we really just had a mission to create better movies, better television shows, better podcasts, best, better social series. And again, there was a window. Social had just become really uh, adopted. Honestly, it, it started around 2013, but it became like really saturated, I think 2016, 2017. And then also streaming. Streaming changed all of Hollywood. Um, suddenly there was a need for content that was insatiable and a consciousness on social media around not only what were you watching, but how and was it good, but who was creating it? And that, that consciousness only came up around 2017, 2018 when we started to see, oh wait, women aren't part of the creative process. They're also not part of the decision-making process. And that became um, this transparency that no one expected. So I never thought in my lifetime anybody would ever start noticing who were the executives at studios. I always knew it, right? I knew there were no women on green light committees. Green light committees are the people who get to say, we're making that movie and not that movie. That was a rare thing to have a woman in charge or making decisions. So we started to um, work with streaming and creating television shows that had female stories and female creators, um, people behind the scenes, and not creating monocultures. Like, right, I'm not here to go, women have to make all the things and create everything. It's really just about gender balance. I think we're looking for balance in the world. Women weren't even 50% of the creators. Now you're seeing it's it's taking off. You It's hard to find a female director now because they're so busy and filling pipelines full of young creators. Um, and it's really exciting. It really it took off. People loved it. The streaming services, we were great partners. They were great partners in marketing and amplifying our work. And, and we were able to uh, sell the company last summer. And that just created even more growth potential in spaces like animation, family films. Unscripted is a big area of concentration for us now. And I see a lot of ability to take NFTs into the unscripted world. It's pretty exciting. I have a couple of projects we're working on. And just, you know, really focusing on community. People are really excited about the mission. The people who work at Hello Sunshine and also people who read our book club books or um, watch them become movies or television shows. So it's kind of, yeah, it made that. so much sense when we started talking about NFTs. I was like, wait, this is a full vertical at Hell Sunshine. We want to be where every creator is to help amplify and get their stories told because everybody deserves to have their story told. I love that. I love that. And, you know, we're, we're big believers that NFTs are going to fundamentally redefine how all creators and like their communities sort of share and, and create and, and uh, value together. And, you know, to that vein, I think like one of the biggest, you know, kind of like obstacles to mainstream adoption is education, right? Like there's mm -hmm. the usability isn't quite there. The UX is difficult. Um, it, it's still a lot to wrap your head around. You know, it's a, it's a daunting learning curve. And I think, you know, as, as we all, like, we're all in a content, in a constant state of learning, you know, mm -hmm. no matter how far down the rabbit hole we are. Right. Yeah. So I'm just curious too, like, 
you know, for, for those who are new to NFTs and, and want to learn more, like what would you recommend? And if there's any sort of like, like lessons you've learned from the space that you, you'd want to impart to like, like creators who are listening in and, and thinking about dipping their toe in, in the water for the first time. Oh my God, I've learned so much. It'd be hard to separate different things. I think the music space is really interesting. I think what Kings of Leon has done has been, they were really early adopters and really made it one of the first bands to make it possible. Buying an NFT gave you access to their concerts, exclusive access. When and um, Nathan Followell explained it to me what he was doing probably about six months ago. I was like, that's what it is too. These in real life experiences. What do you get for being a super fan? What do you get for being part of this community? Always thinking about how do you give back to the community and really understanding who they are and listening to them. Because I think as you go onto Twitter or Discord, as I've told you, Discord completely confuses me, but I'm determined to figure it out. It's just this constant feedback. So we have dedicated people at Hello Sunshine who are just on Discord, going to NFT New York, going to Art Basel, excited about VCon, um, looking at what World of Women is going to do activation-wise. And Coinbase opening up a marketplace is really exciting for us um, because I think making these transactions frictionless is going to really help. Well, in, in that vein too, I think, um, I mean, and we're super excited. I, I think a lot of the early momentum that we've seen over the course of the past year and in 2021 is really just great validation and motivation for the community. And the fact that there can be this much momentum amid such a challenging like experience is just really, really promising for uh, how this will penetrate different industries as the whole process does get streamlined over time. Yeah. And, and wait, I mean, just from your perspective, how do you feel about people from pr- traditional media entering this space in full candor? Yeah. I mean, I think it's... um. If people are coming with the right intentions and really seeking to actualize the the potential, which at its core is about helping creators and their communities prosper, then I'm all for it. If they're they're coming in from a perspective of uh, of giving and learning and contributing and trying to push forth meaningful use cases rather than simply trying to capitalize upon the space, then I'm fully here for it, fully supportive, happy to give a helping hand. What about you, Matt? Yeah, look, I I think it's the the, the fundamental difference with Web 2 and Web 3 is like, you know, Web 2 was about building audience and Web 3 is about building community, right? And they're very oh, two very different things. That's you know? so well said. Thank you. I think like the fundamental difference there is like audience, like they're aware you exist, you, you're you in their timeline, you're in their their feed, all that. But at the end of the day, they don't necessarily like feel invested in you. They don't necessarily want you to necessarily want you to succeed. They're just aware of that you're there. Whereas like community, the difference is they're rooting for you. And not only that, they have a stake in you most likely too. It's the difference between being a fan and a shareholder, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's like, that's a huge part of Web3 is also, you know, as, as tr- more traditional actors come into the space, it's like, okay, are they arriving to try and extract value from this mm-hmm. ecosystem? Or are they coming to build value and then share in it? You know, right. the latter is the latter is something that I can welcome and 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 embrace. The former is very short sighted Web two like you know profiteering type type motives, and like we've seen that movie a hundred times, and it doesn't do very well here in Web three. Right, right. There needs to be like succession of Web three. <laughs> <laughs> Like who's land grabbing or like Yellowstone of Web3? Right. Who owns this property? Who owns Decentraland and Sandbox? Can't have my sand. Yeah. But it's That's fun. Old. And look, I, I always say to people, it's still speculative. I'm not t- telling people where to spend their money or where to spend their time or anything. I try, I try to really be honest about it. But I do see this as I had the same reaction like when I 
when I got on Instagram, all my friends were like, what are you doing? Why? And I was like, because I love talking to people. I'm just a people person. I love collaborating. And I also, young people being able to go into a space and feel safe that their work is their own is so exciting to me that I wish I had been a 20-year-old young filmmaker and able to go into a space where it's like, I'm going to own this. And every time I iterate on it, I'm going to own it still. And I'm only going to work with people who really, truly love it. What a gift. Totally. Totally. And, you know, like, and kind of like in that vein too, like, you know, as, you know, NFTs have become more popular, like there is always like some skepticism from the community when like a notable public figure, you know, enters the space. So I'm sure that you you experienced that too as you started to like, you know, tweet about NFTs and, and start like your journey of discovery. So like, how do you, how did, how do you combat that? Mm, I don't read it. <laughs> if you're ever going to do anything cool or interesting or innovative in this world, you cannot pay any attention to how anybody feels about it. Just put your head down, do the work, be authentic, really mean it, come at it from a very honest place and just don't listen to the noise. I, I honestly, someone said to me, um, Bobby Hundred said to me the other day, he was like, what do you do with people who say this or that about crypto? And I was like, uh, I don't, I don't pay any attention to it or I don't see it or it just, I just don't let it permeate, I guess. And also I wouldn't have done half the things I said to him, I go, Bobby, I wouldn't have a career if I had listened to everything people told me not to do. And look, I've had good movies, great movies, horrible movies, but I just did things because I, I get excited about pushing myself and pushing my own boundaries of what I can imagine. And it's, it's so great to learn and. And feel like there's there's new frontiers. Things I am interested in, y'all. And I do, I really do want to learn more about ways that this can all go down in a more eco-friendly way. I hear that a lot. And and that is very valid. Um, I want to know more about cryptocurrency that is thoughtful about the environment and and, and done in a way that we aren't um, destroying resources. So consciousness around that is super important. And I haven't learned enough about that in this space, in full transparency. That's what I need to learn. Well, and, and I guess to to circle back, I know we were speaking a little bit earlier about the notion of par like a parallel digital identity. And I know you actually kind of like tweeted that in the near future, every person will have a parallel digital identity. Avatars, crypto wallets, digital goods will be the norm. Are you planning for this? So Reese, curious, <laughs> how are you planning for this? <laughs> I am planning by investing. You know, I, I want to demystify a lot of what the investment opportunities are for women because I think so much of traditional banking and historical banking has left women out of the conversation. Um, so this should be a new world where we feel safe and comfortable to invest. And then also supporting and amplifying creators and helping them realize their dreams in real life, in the metaverse. How can I be helpful? How can I support? I think that's kind of what I'm doing, you know, and, and, and learning how to set up a ledger is really part of it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but also, can I say one thing? Well, I don't know. Do I want to? Oh, yeah, I want to talk it. about. Yeah. Well, no, I think it's really thoughtful as you enter these communities. Like I love what Lisa Mayer is doing with Boss Beauties. Think about how you want to yep. give back. And she does so much education and supporting young women. And I think it, it needs to have a consciousness to it. It really does. 
So that's what I'm really thoughtful about too. I think if you feel like you're not supposed to be there because of X or Y or Z, you are supposed to be there because of those reasons, because of your concerns. Because this world is being built with your consciousness or without your consciousness. But please bring your full self, whether you are environmentally concerned or you're concerned about inequity, we need you in these spaces to make sure that everyone is included. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, I think it's interesting, like, we think about things that won't change over like the next 20 years or like one thing that we came back to kind of like as an organization, we were like planning out like NFT now was storytelling. Like storytelling will always be something that that the humans will have a need to tell stories. They'll do it on different mediums. They'll do it in different ways. But but the need for human storytelling is something that won't change. And I think that that's like something that, you know, is lies at the core of so many creative careers, certainly like, you know, like uh, TV, film and 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 Hollywood. And I'm curious, too, as we think about the metaverse as this new sort of like immersive experience, a new creative canvas, if you will, you as a storyteller, I'm just curious, like, how does that inspire you? And how are you thinking about it? Um, I always think audience first. So the first thing I think of is how will people feel about this? And also look at the existing audience and and following how they feel about it, their enthusiasm for it. They're, the one thing you can't you can't combat is ambivalence. So either people loving you or hating you, somewhere on that spectrum works. If they feel anywhere in the middle, it's not worth doing. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I can't overstate. I feel like I've said this in like a lot of ways, but there's so much real life activation that's possible that hasn't even, we haven't even begun to scratch the surface. And we've been limited by our ideas thus far, but I try to encourage people to think limitless. And I'm excited to see what people are going to make. It's been really fun. And that's one of the beauties of the space too, is that there's still all this opportunity for firsts and ways to unleash the technology in, in kind of creative ways. I'm very curious, like as we look at early in 2022, what can we expect <laughs> from kind of you, Hello Sunshine, over the course of the next 12 months? And I know you can't like spill all the beans, but any beans you can spill, we're here for. <laughs> Some work with World of Women and bringing that to life. Um, Yam is such an incredible, inspiring creator. And to see how many people are so excited about her community. Um, so trying to make that very real for people and in, in an easy way to onboard. Talking about how we get more women involved in this space, more women of color is really important to me. Um, continuing to educate entrepreneurs who already have existing businesses, how they can start to think about crypto activations in inside of their own businesses. We talked to somebody um, the other day about deepening the Hello Sunshine community because we're already really, uh, we have a lot of people who are so passionate about our projects, our books and our book club, watching things come to life in TVs and movies. And how can we deepen that experience through community and possibly commerce? We're open to that. I think that might be a great point of entry for a lot of um, women. Like one thing that I really <laughs> keep thinking about is I bought some clone X's. When am I going to get my hands on some of that stuff? Either digitally or in real life, like Nike buying our, our artifact is, um, that was a really exciting acquisition because um, I think that blend of commerce too is, is going to be really fun. I don't know what else I can say. Other than I'm excited. <laughs> and I'm excited to talk to you guys. Well, we're excited too. Excited to talk to you too. Glad to see you entering the space. And um, yeah, just, you know, grateful for you to join us today and uh, excited to see, you know, all of these initiatives kind of come to fruition this year. I think that this is going to be a really, you know, formative year for the space and uh, 
glad to see you promoting the the, the causes that need to be uh, that need to be promoted and and uplifting sort of the communities that need it as we kind of build this this new future together. So thanks for joining us, Reese. Yeah, thanks for having me. Wow, really enjoyed that conversation. I think she has some incredible perspectives, super eloquent, generally just fun to be around as well. What stood out to you, Matt? Yeah, I, I love the fact that she's comfortable learning in public. You know, like the fact that, you know, she'd be the first to admit she's not an expert in the space. She's still learning. I mean, aren't we all? But she also recognizes the value of ownership and how this technology can bring more equity to creators. And so I love the fact that she's like charting that path and isn't afraid to use her voice, uh, even while she's still uh you know, still still learning more and, and um, you know, going deeper and deeper into the space. You know, the rabbit holes are endless, as I, as I like to say. So, And, and one other thing that really uh, kind of uh, hit home for me was when she spoke to her sticker collection. You know, I think NFT collecting in general speaks to a collective experience for many of us. There's a reason why so many people say it evokes a feeling from their childhood. For some, it's Pokemon cards or baseball cards. For her, it was these stickers. And, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why this space resonates with so many different people. And so I loved I loved that little anecdote. Yeah, absolutely love all that. And I think one other thing that really stood out to me too was when she gave the example in the film industry, how actors and actresses historically, they have no ownership to the characters they create. I think sometimes actors or actresses might want to create an NFT around a main role that they had in a film that's become very, very acclaimed and notable, but they can't because there's no actual ownership. So I think with NFTs and the opportunity to create ownership around new characters, around new stories, really does like solve this big issue of lack of ownership in the film industry. So I'm really excited to see potential use cases like that come to life. Beyond that, I think she's just uh, really excited excited to see what's what's in the works. I know she's got some big plans throughout the course of the year. So excited to see her continue to engage in the space and really leverage her platform to just foster this more equitable community and unleash the social impact potential of NFTs in the Web3 community. So really grateful to have had her on. Thank you, everybody that tuned in and is listening. We'll be back next week. And until then, we are out.